It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it to the end of the year. Well, almost made it to the end of the year. The show has made it to the end of the year. Welcome in, Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage, John Spears in studio. Scooter Dingus, how are you today, my friend? I'm good, now that you put the put it out there that we're done for the year after this. This is it. Yeah. I got to head to High pretty, Point, North Carolina tomorrow. Pretty nice. And as a special added feature bonus, last show of the year, Ed Peak in studio. Wow. They don't get no better than that. No. How about, how about that for Hey, why don't you turn his mic on? It is on. Is he on the wrong mic? How come how, I can't how, hear him? There, there it go. is. There you go. How, how about... Thank you, Scooter. How about that for New Year's uh, gift? I, I, on your show, your last show of 2023. I, I can't ask for anything else. I get to sit here and tell Ed face-to-face that because he's not committed to this show, he is, once again, not going to win Caller of the Year. Wow. Uh, I'm, Caller of the Year coming up. It's not a secret. Well, uh, I can I can always print up a shirt that says, I am not Caller of the Year. I, I hear that's the prize. Yeah, that is the price. You got to make your own. You got to pay for it yourself. You got to have it screen printed by yourself. I tell you, Buzz Frank did a great job on his shirt. (laughs) It's got pickle spears on it. It's got. Oh, uh, I like that. Yeah. I like that. He's got a whole bunch of weird. Pickle spears. It's got, uh, let's see. He's got some pickles on there. He's got a football, basketball, hockey puck, soccer ball, baseball, tennis ball. It says Caller of the Year 2022, Big X Sports Radio. So You did it upright, man. Now, let me ask you this. Who is the Caller of the Year? Are we going to announce that at the end, oh, at the end of the on, broadcast? Ed. Everybody knows. Should we go ahead and do this? Good? No. Make Ed wait if it, he it, truly doesn't know. If he doesn't I, know. I, I was going <laughs> to say it's either got to be Buzz or David. Boy, I tell you, if he doesn't know, he doesn't listen. <laughs> I, I was listening yesterday when. Well, I'll give you a hint, Ed. The Caller of the Year called yesterday. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> And he didn't let me talk. <laughs> I noticed that. I noticed that. Eminem Cartage Hotline's open. 502-384-1450. 384-1450 if you'd like to join in on the conversation. Thornton's text line open as well. 502-414-1450. I don't have my drink, but uh, that, I think Ed does. Yep. He went 44 ounces today, Scoots. Sheesh. Ed's a that's mad a, man. That's a whole <laughs> lot of bladder filling right there. Head to Thornton's for your icy cold thirst quencher. All 32-ounce fountain drinks and smaller, only 89 cents. You heard me right, 89 cents. Come in today, grab a fountain drink, and hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Let's go to the uh, Eminem Cartage Hotline. Why not? Right away, it is the defending caller of the year, Buzz Frank. Hey, Buzz. (laughs) Hey, Buzz. Uh Uh-oh. There he was there. He is so angry Buzz? that he's going to have to give up. Call back, Buzz. His uh, his shirt. Nope. There, there he is. Hey, Buzz. There he is. Hey, I'm, buddy. I'm here. Can you not hear me? I can now. You got to you got to redo yeah, your okay. shirt and uh, give it to David. <laughs> I mean, give it to our new caller of the year. I'm not announcing who that is yet. Well, you'll have to find out what what size David wears. <laughs> Uh, I think yours will fit anybody except me, probably. <laughs> well, you, you know, I, I did have part of it made by Omar the tent maker. I want you to know. Oh, that. well, that's good. That, that, it might fit me. 
Wow. So did you have a nice Christmas, Buzz? Had had a great Christmas. Looking forward to a good new year and uh, was able to stay up and watch the football game last night and plus was following Ed's tweets or X's. What, what do they call them now? Posts? I just, I just call them tweets. <laughs> uh, they're still tweets to me. Ed was probably – I didn't follow Ed. He was probably not happy, but we are going to talk about that. Um, cards lose the Holiday Bowl, the DirecTV Holiday Bowl. I don't want to get in trouble. Uh, 42-28. Not good. Well, it, you know, John, I thought you were spot on yesterday when you of said course. that it didn't mean anything to USC until I saw that about, what was it, 20 or so of their players had opted out, and then I thought, these young guys are going to get yes. finally get a chance to play, and they're going to be excited. And it turned out that's what it was. Yeah, I didn't finish the equation. The equation started with who wants to win more, not USC. And the equation should have ended with, except for the guys who didn't play all year, like Miller Moss, they want to oh. win. And, boy, they, they took it to the cards uh, in the passing game yesterday. I mean, it was all passing for USC, and UofL never figured out how to defend it. No, well, they had their stud receivers were were pretty hard to cover, and plus he was tossing some dimes around the field. Excellent game for him. Yeah, that's the thing about these bowl games, and you're gonna. This is not the last time you're gonna see this happen. You got a quarterback you've never heard of. He's in the same system. He's been practicing the same system all year long. I don't know who's gonna be the quarterback for Clemson. I don't know who's going to be the quarterback for uh, Oklahoma. Dylan Gabriel transferred, so I don't know who's going to be uh, the quarterback tonight for Oklahoma. But maybe it's going to be a guy you never heard of that comes in and plays almost as good as Dylan Gabriel because Miller Moss was every bit as good as Caleb Williams last night. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. You're gonna, oh, yeah. It's uh, it's going to be hard on the, uh, the gamblers uh, this uh, holidays. Now, the Final Four, the college football playoff, that's a little bit different. But these other bowl games, and uh, wow, hard to figure. Yeah. Real hard to figure. You just don't know. I've said for years, take just take the points in bowl games. Yeah. yeah. I've said for years. If you're going to bet every bowl game, which I like to do, take the points in every game because you're probably going to end up a little bit – it's going to be close, but you're probably going to end up a little bit over 500. How, I, I haven't looked yet. I'll check that out, though. How bad did Syracuse lose to 45 South to nothing to South Florida. Now, South Florida is not 45 <laughs> points better than them. But Syracuse apparently did not have a backup quarterback. They apparently didn't have – They much. used a tight end. They did use a tight end. Yeah. The wow. quarterback, he was a quarterback in high school, became a tight end at Syracuse, and because of – transfer portal and opting out and all of that they had to use this guy to play quarterback well and, I'll, I'll spill my thoughts on on this just a little bit while buzz is on the line do we really need these bowl games except the final four and maybe three or four peach bowls good uh you know some of the other big bowls but you know, some of these lower bowls you just like the fenway bowl there yeah, are schools look, that lose money in these bowls because they don't absolutely. sell they have yeah. to sell a certain number of tickets to break even and they don't they don't sell the tickets. so you know i mean buzz do you do you agree or disagree i mean i know it's another what five weeks of practice but my goodness you've got spring ball you've got uh fall uh preseason camp i mean my of course they play football coaches will around. tell you this gives us yeah. a few weeks opportunity to have our young guys practice more it's like another it's like another right. spring camp they get to practice. Some of them will get to play in this bowl game. It's an experience maker, and that's why these coaches love to have these bowl games. 
and so do the sponsors, and so do the gamblers. Yeah. Well, let's, the, let's be honest. Uh, exa- yeah, exactly. I, I agree with you there. And but if I, we get my, if go, we get games like we got last night, where both teams, I, I I really thought both teams wanted to be there, and and the kids wanted yeah. to play. But if you get other games where you know it's like, well, we're here for the swag, and that's it, and and then you don't. It doesn't matter if if you don't have the stars playing. As long as you got kids that are out there scrapping and hustling, yeah, I'm I'm all for it. But yeah, it's watered it's watered it down. I heard somewhere that somebody went into a bowl game at five and seven. Minnesota, up to yeah, six and six. Minnesota went in five and seven because there weren't enough qualifiers at uh, six and six, and they won their bowl game, seventh bowl win in a row for Minnesota. So. You know, there's something to be said for the bowl games. I love the bowl games. There's four more today. SMU and Boston College are playing right now as we speak in Fenway Park, of all places. There's going to be a game in Yankee Stadium this afternoon. There was a game at Petco Park last night. (laughs) So, I love it. I think it's entertaining. We had four games yesterday. They were all entertaining. I I like the bowl games uh, a lot. And I'm like you, John. I like college football to continue on. It's just some of these, some of these bowls. And here's another problem. And, and Buzz, you could please uh, hone in on this if you'd like. These these opt outs. And I understand why they opt out. And you know, Louisville was missing. They're probably two of their offensive stars, obviously, in Thrash. They didn't miss. Uh, they didn't Jordan. miss Jordan. No, well, they didn't. Rendell yeah. was incredible. Rendell, he was he was outstanding. But uh, I mean. Yeah. What do you? How bad would have of, of SC beaten Louisville had they had their entire bunch of people there? I mean, if SC had all of everybody, different game. It. I don't think those. I, I think if they'd have had their regular players, they wouldn't have had the energy that the young kids had, and I think it would have been a well, different that's, game. Uh, and that's a good point. That's based on a good exactly point. the way John reported yesterday. I'm going to give him some props. You, he had it figured out right yesterday until the young kids got excited and went out right. there, and that totally changed USC's attitude. Well, John, did you bet uh, SC or Louisville? Louisville. And you're giving five, right? Uh, I think I gave six and a half. Mm. I needed yeah. to get 14 and a half. But uh, anyway, oh. the, the uh, there's a new thing in the casinos now. They don't let you make your own spread. You don't? Oh, no. Yeah, I, oh, really? They don't let you do that. <laughs> so, so even for uh, the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Even for the Duke's Mayo Bowl, I did have all the overs. <laughs> I had the overs yesterday. Well, that went two and two. So, but look, Virginia Tech Tulane was exciting early. A lot of points. West Virginia and Neil Brown beating Carolina. It was a pretty good game. Not great. It was a pretty good game. And Oklahoma A and M last night was uh, exciting all game. the way to the end. Yeah. Yeah. I expect uh, Arizona Oklahoma tonight to be a That'll lot be of fun. An outstanding, a lot of fun. Over under sixty, so I'm yeah. expecting some points in that game. Buzz, have a great New Year's Eve. Stay home. Don't do anything crazy. And you know uh, that. <laughs> and uh, happy New Year to you, my friend. Happy, happy New holidays. Year, Buzz. Good hearing from you. Happy New Year, guys. Congratulations to the new caller of the year, whoever that may be. <laughs> Thank you, Buzz. See you, Buzz. So, 42 28, uh, Louisville falls to 10 and 4. Third loss in a row, Ed. Now, if I had told you in August, 10 and 4, which means A, you play 14 games, which means you have to have been in the ACC championship game, and you played a bowl game, you just said 10 and 4, new coach. New quarterback, I'll take it in a hundred times out of a hundred. 
but it ended poorly for this team. You lose to your arch rival, Kentucky, in a year when you think this is the year we're finally going to beat them. You have a depleted Florida State offense, not defense. That Florida State defense was great. But a depleted Florida State team, and you can't score more than six points against them, and you lose that game. And then, as a touchdown favorite, you disappoint in the Holiday Bowl. How does a Louisville fan feel with the season over now? Can they be happy with 10-4? and four? Well, they should be happy with, I agree. with 10 and 4, but the way the season unfolded it at what were they 6 and 0, oh, lost to Pitt, kind of got the rails back on the on the train and Big then, time got them back on. Uh and then they uh you know lose to Kentucky, lose to Florida State, the way they lost, and then they lose to uh, SC. Uh it it kind of leaves you with a little bit of an empty feeling. And then not that it was a bad season. It was not a bad season. Not at all. Not at all. And uh, uh, I ten think, wins, man. I think I think Jeff uh, Jeff Brom will bring in players already doing it, and I'll, absolutely that will uh, correct the problems, or they'll they'll have as good or better players to take these players' place. Now, with that said, uh, with that said, now the schedule next year, I know they open with uh, uh, Jacksonville State, and the, the first two games are are. are or should be wins, and that gives him a chance to bring in these new players, get them acclimated. I mean, he may have players. I mean, Louisville might have players come in as late as uh, August that they're not even thinking about now because some guys go through fall ball or uh, spring ball. Some places they say, "Ah, eh, this ain't for me. I'm transferring out." Because last yeah. year they got a they got uh, Storm Duck from North Carolina and another player. Uh, you know, just all of a sudden. They're at Louisville after spending spring ball somewhere else, so you never know who's going to show up. But Ashton Gelati's coming back. Uh, you have uh, uh, some other people that are that that are back that should be, you know, good players. Now they they've really concentrated on the tight end situation. They want better tight ends that can not only block. Kurvisky is is that how you pronounce yeah, it? Yeah. Good call. He he'll be he'll be a he'll be a good player next next year. Yeah, he's now gotta, he's got to get that first down last night. But anyway, yeah. I, I digress. Yeah, yeah. There were two plays in that game. By the way, Storm Duck, second best name in college football history, behind Bumper Pool. Who <laughs> I I still think that's the greatest name in college football history. Two plays last night: the plumber fumble, where they just reached in and he didn't he just didn't the protect ball. the football, uh, and the block punt. I don't know how the dude blocked it. He stuck his hand up, and the kicker kicked it right into his hand. Those two plays were unbelievably huge difference makers in the first half. Sometimes it's it's better to be lucky yeah, than good. It and, is, and sometimes those things happen in the game. You know, you can't tell me when Louisville played uh, Notre Dame, would they turn them over five times? Yeah. How many other times is Sam Hartman? Notre- Notre Dame turned it over five. Times. Sam Hartman will never come back to that. He'll stadium. never come back to Louisville. What happened no. to Wake, Wake Forest and with <laughs> Notre Dame? No, he won't. Uh, Miller Moss last night, the backup quarterback for the USC Trojans. He should be asking today for NIL money for next year. Uh, 23 of 33, 372, six touchdowns, a Holiday Bowl record. And remember, BYU and those Mark Wilsons and all those guys, they used to Steve Young, they played in the Holiday Bowl almost every year. Six TDs and the one interception, boy, I thought Riley was going to go 99 yards with that thing. And then he started cutting back, and I went, oh, he's getting tired. (laughs) 
Well, that uh, was a that was a bowl uh, holiday roll record uh, interception return. Isaac Grendo, twenty three carries, one sixty one, three touchdowns. He caught some passes as well. I'll ask you he this question. He was great. I'll ask you. He wasn't this just question. good. He was great. Will he make it at the next level? And I'll tell you what my answer is after you answer. I think he will. He reminds me. And look, he's not Derrick Henry, but he reminds me of a Derrick Henry, Najee Harris type of back who will. He's got a little bit of speed, but when he sees the crack, boom, he's through it, and he'll knock you on your on your tail end too. Uh, I, if you I, try to tackle, I couldn't him. agree with you more. I mean. Jawar Jordan got most of the publicity, and deservedly so. Yes, sir. He was very quick and very uh, – And Garendo's one of those guys Jeff got out of the portal. I just really like Garendo all year, even though yeah. his production early in the year wasn't what it was at the end of the year it's because Jordan had an injury and uh, he couldn't go as hard or as long, uh, not, not to make any excuses for him. But I want to bring up something. And, make it quick. And, We're up against a break. Okay, I'll bring. I'll make it quick. Mark Stoops brought it brought it up in the after the Kentucky Louisville game, and he was spot on. And I listened. To, he says that the SEC. He goes, we played this, we played that, we played Georgia, we played uh, uh, you know, all these ranked teams, and all. He says SEC football. Your record not might not be very good, but it prepares you. I, I'm going. I'm anxious to see what Clemson and Kentucky. How they how they match up now? Louisville won how many seven ACC games? It really didn't prepare them for late. I didn't think well, they that didn't the, play Clemson, they didn't play Carolina, right, they didn't right. play Florida State until the, until the, the championship end. game, and we saw what happened. And and, I, and not taking a thing away from Jeff Brom and Louisville, but I just don't think the ACC was very strong this year. Look, look, Carolina got, you know, they were probably the third or fourth best team in the league. They got whopped. ACC went 1-2 yesterday. Virginia Tech was the winner over Tulane. North Carolina lost to West Virginia. Louisville lost to USC. Georgia Tech had a bowl win. Syracuse, of course, got thumped. So the ACC is 2-3 and three in bowl games. SEC, by the way, 0-1. Texas A&M loses last night to Oklahoma State in the Texas Bowl, 31-23. We'll That's take, a good game. We'll take a break, update you on the Fenway Bowl, give you the rest of the bowl schedule for the, the weekend coming up, including Kentucky's game tomorrow. Talk a little college hoops as well. Six-pack coming up, Tony and Big Al the Fishes, NFL locks coming up as well. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears, Ed Peak in studio. Justin Kalen, a.k.a. Scooter Dingus, on the other side of the Google Meet. Eminem Cartage. Eminem, it doesn't sound good, does <laughs> no. it? Eminem Cartage hotline's open, 384-1450. To join in on the conversation, 384-1450. Thorne's text line open as well. Get your text into the show at 502-414-1450. Texter says, USA... USC slipped them Trojans on and went to work on the cards last night. That's just mean-spirited. And it's dirty. It's dirty. I don't like it. Uh, SMU just scored right before the half in Fenway Park. They lead Boston College 14-10. Very, very, very late in the first half. So um, SMU, future ACC member, playing ACC member Boston College. Your cards will play SMU next year, right? Yes. Yes, at home. Mm Mm-hmm. 
The Mustangs. Eric Dickerson's not coming through that door. (laughs) No, but I think it's a good ad for the ACC because Texas football has enough good players that SMU is probably going to be, you know, pretty good year in and year out. NFL football tonight. Uh, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets at Cleveland. Cleveland's something to play for. Jets have nothing to play for. The Browns are seven-and-a-half-point favorites. Over-under, a hefty 34 in that game. Not under. expecting a lot of points uh, in Cleveland. You know what? I think I could uh, I could maybe handicap that one. You like Cleveland here? They're giving seven-and-a-half. I'll take Cleveland, and I'll take the over. I'll take the over. Well, Scooter, by the way, went seven, eight, and one in his uh, NFL picks two weeks ago. We didn't do them last week. He is now fifteen under five hundred, one hundred one up, one sixteen down with seven ties. Yuck! The six pack, seven was, ties. Yeah, really? the six pack was five zero <laughs> oh, and one. So I'm ten over five hundred now, fifty one, forty one, and one. And Tony and Big Al the Fish, four and one, forty one and thirty four, seven over. Tony Burke joins us on the line. From Tampa. Hello, Tampa Tony. Hey, you know what? Uh, give me the Jets if uh, Ed likes the Browns that much. <laughs> now, that was, mean, that was mean-spirited. I don't blame you, though, Tony. That you're, was you're mean-spirited. Right. It doesn't matter who's quarterback and uh, Ed likes okay, the Browns. Ed. I'm sorry? It doesn't matter who's quarterback and Ed likes the Browns, so you're going to go with the Jets, right? Browns got a yeah, lot to play for. That's what I would have done, but. I had to call in. It's Thursday, and Ed's in my spot. So uh, yeah. I'm just sitting on the balcony here. We got rid of the rain, and uh, I thought I'm listening to the show, and I heard buzz, so I thought I better call and get all get everybody in there. You today. were supposed to golf today, right? Yeah, I got up at 6.15 this morning, <laughs> uh, walked out here on the patio, took a shower, and saw it raining really hard. It was about 57 degrees, and I said, you know what? I think I'm not going to play today. And my running shoes that are not waterproof. I got your picks. Do you want to go over those real quick, you and Al? Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to put this on speaker because there'll be too much background. So you read the games, and I'll, I'll you know, I'll tell you. All right. I know what they are. All right. Uh, in uh, Las Vegas at Indianapolis, uh, the Colts are three, are three and a half. You know, that's the one of them that I picked. I love the Colts in that game. I just think it's uh, – a good spot. The Colts are, you know, we always go against what happened the weeks before, and it's been good to us. So I, I just, Raiders are playing good, so I want the Colts. All right. Uh, Atlanta at Chicago. The Bears are three and a half point favorites. Did I read that right? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody loves, everybody loves the Bears. And Except I'm Tony and Al. I look at, nobody was taking the Falcons, so we're going with the Falcons. <laughs> I love it. They just, Scooter, they just decide whoever nobody likes, we like. I love the theory. That's I really. A, I do. mean, that's a tough game to handicap. I went with Bears, but I don't have a great feeling for is, it. Is that in Chicago? Yes, Soldier Field and, and in Chicago. Atlanta's got and something John to play knows for, why man. we do it. John knows why we do it. You know, when 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 uh, they're laying odds on these games, they're trying to make them even. And when they're seventy five percent one way and twenty five the other, it's still supposed to be even. So that's why we go against all the, the yeah. normal betters. They don't build those buildings in Vegas because they lose. Uh, New Orleans, that's right? They don't. They, they don't keep them lit either. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> New Orleans at Tampa Bay. This is a huge game for playoff implications here. And the Buccaneers are three point favorites, three and a half, excuse me, at home. 
Yeah, and I'm down here in Tampa, and everybody loves Tampa down here. And uh, that was one of the most lopsided pick games on the board. So that's why we went with the Saints. Saints plus three and a half. All right. Enjoy your L, Tony. (laughs) (laughs) Tennessee at Houston. Uh, Houston's four and a half. Tennessee with a win last week uh, in the division. Uh, Houston needs a win here for playoff implications. Houston's four and a half, Tony. Yeah, Big Al the fish likes this one, so I'm I'm with Big Al on, on Tennessee. That was one of his he likes, so we're riding Tennessee. I'm wearing my Titans uh, shirt. They're not getting to the playoffs, but I'm still a proud member of Titans Nation. Not good. And there finally, go. uh, Green Bay at your Minnesota Vikings. Vikings uh, still trying to get in the playoffs, two and a half here. In fact, Green Bay, they're both uh, seven know, and picked, eight here. Uh, Big Al the fish picked this one, so. You can tell them who it is. Green Bay Packers. Tony going against his Packers, yep. Scooter. His Vikings. I mean, against his Vikings to knock them out of the playoff hunt. Wow, Tony. Mm-hmm. There's no loyalty. What's your favorite? Yeah, what's your favorite I, I just, color? You know what? Sometimes you ride your buddy. That's who my buddy wanted. What? What's your favorite color? Same as mine. Green. Yeah, it's green. You guys, hey, John, I got I got another thing on on betting that you probably never brought up. Uh, you remember, uh, Ed, when John went out to Texas and saw the Rangers and told me they were the best team in baseball and he loved them, <laughs> all that stuff. But John saw BYU play in person. Yeah. And John told me, I'm betting on them, Tony, because they're really good. And my philosophy is, I said, John, put a little on there for me because if he went to a Rangers game and they won it all and he went to a BYU game <laughs> and he thinks they can win it all, I'm with John. Uh, Tony, by the way, Ed had to go to the bathroom, as he always does. But – um. BYU, I got. I got Did he go over to Thornton's to get him a drink. He already he's got a forty-four ounce drink. I told him his bladder's too old and too small to have <laughs> why a forty-four he's in the ounce bathroom. drink. That's why he's in the bathroom. <laughs> um, I did. I got that bet down for us, Tony. Do you know what BYU is to win it all? By the way, I'll bet uh, fifteen to one. Fifty to one. Wow. Yeah, well, well, I'll take a little of that. So your ten bucks that you wanted is worth five hundred on the other side. If uh, that, that, that you know, as as uh, you would say, John and Scooter said, "What John value you bet? There value you go, bet. baby. They're good, and they didn't. Their best player didn't play against Bellerman. Uh, not their best player. Their leading scorer. He averaged sixteen a game. Mm-hmm. Comes off the bench, and we were told that he is the real deal, and he didn't play. And they still beat – and now look, Bellerman's beat up. They got a lot of injuries. Last game of the road trip, waiting to take the plane home. Bellerman didn't play poorly. And uh, BYU won by 42. You watched part of that game, right? I, I caught the end of it. And, and like you, you told me, said it was the eye test. It wasn't the – Yeah. You know, it wasn't score just didn't score. matter to you, me. You said the eye test. You and Mark Bug were like, wow. I tell you who they I tell you who they play like. They play like Nate Oates Alabama team played the last few years. They get the rebound, they run down the floor as fast as they can, and they're looking for a quick three pointer, a good three pointer, an open three. If they don't get that, they're looking for a layup. And if they don't get that, they're gonna set up, run some offense, and find a good looking three. And it's it's fun to watch, man. Yeah. It is fun to watch. They got a bunch of guys that can do it. They got a couple of big dudes that can get inside and rebound and get them out on the break. Um, you know they're gonna they're gonna win some games ninety five to ninety, 
But, uh, you know, because they're going to give up a few points here and there, but they're going to score a lot of points. Uh, so they were, they do they remind me of that those Alabama teams from the last couple of years. And Mark Pope has yeah. uh, proven that he can coach. He can. He was there. and uh, talk yeah, to, they, I got to talk to him for about 10 minutes after the game. He was very, very, good. very nice, very, very affable. I told him he um, was one of the few people in that arena that remembered 1996. <laughs> Um, great crowd there, by the way. They they fill the place up. It was it was a it was a Friday night before Christmas, when you would have thought everybody's gone home for the holidays. Those those students were still there. They had their last exam on Thursday, so a lot of them were still there, and they filled it up, and it was loud. Best venue I've been in, without question. Are they in the yeah, West Coast that, Conference? Or are they? I heard Mark say that the only one better that Big he's 12. been in is Gonzaga. But, hey, I just want to tell you all this. While I'm on the phone right here, the sun has come out. The clouds have parted. You're welcome. And the wind's not blowing. So, you guys, thank you all. And in the next three days, I might get over to see St. X play and uh, watch them play. So, that's, who, that's who what do, they play Our weather hasn't been they're gorgeous, in Sarasota. but you know what? we oh. can live with it. They're Sarasota? Is that where they're at? Uh, no, they're actually in Tampa. I'm oh, at okay. Reddington Shores, which is in, on the beach between Clearwater and St. Pete, and I'm about seven miles away from where they're playing. Uh, he, he's dropping all these names. The day. Oh, the I beach know. Is, he's, he's, he's sitting out on his concourse. Tony, oh, yeah. Tony, we're getting snow in the morning, so enjoy <laughs> Florida, pal. All right, well, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll go put my shirt on then. <laughs> you you suck. All right. Uh, thank you, Tony. Happy New Year, and uh, I'll see you uh, on the first. Right? Yeah, and I'll, I'll be in there next week. All right, buddy. Happy birthday! Uh, happy birthday! Uh, happy New Year, Tony. Tony Burke from Tampa, Florida. Boy, you're bored to death when you're calling this show from Tampa, Florida. <laughs> uh, all right, some college hoops tomorrow night. Uh, Indiana home game against Atlantic Sun member Kennesaw State. Your Kennesaw State. My Owls. I do have a hat that has Kennesaw State Owls on it. They're nine and four. They're not a bad team. Indiana, of course, nine and three. Six o'clock tomorrow. I don't have a spread on that game yet. And then Kentucky hosting Illinois State tomorrow. The Redbirds are eight and four. Cats nine and two. Ranked eighth in the country now. Seven o'clock. SEC Network. Any worries about either one of these teams? Scooter, I'll start with you and your Hoosiers. Are you, yes. are you a little worried here? Yes. Uh, to, by the way, that game's on the Big X tomorrow, uh, 5 o'clock pregame with uh, Don Fisher. To say I'm not worried would be ludicrous. Indiana has not been playing very crisp lately. And, this, I mean, like you said, this is a good Kennesaw State, State team. I think when the spread comes out, I, I mean, I really think it's going to be a lot lower than a lot of people are thinking. I'm thinking seven and a half, eight and a half will be the number on that game. Yeah, so uh, it's going to be a closely contested game. I think IU wins by 25. I hope you're right. Ed, Kentucky, Illinois State. You got Antonio Reeves. The only reason they're playing Illinois State, Antonio Reeves played there. John Calipari, Mitch Barnhart scheduled this game. It's sort of a, hey, Antonio, here's your old team. You get to see some old people you know, have a good time, and you hope they don't do what UNC – Greensboro did, or UNC Wilmington, come in there and beat you. And uh, Kentucky, any troubles tomorrow night? That was the first thing I thought of when you said Illinois State and the Cardinal, the Cardinals of Illinois State. I like calling them the Redbirds. The Redbirds, yeah, the Redbirds. That's good. That's St. Louis Cardinal baseball <laughs> territory. What is it? Normal Illinois? You have been no in, idea. Never been normal. I've never Illinois. been normal. I Illinois State is the Redbirds. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't want to correct him on the air, Scooter, like you just did. 
Ed, you were wrong. They're the Reds. Um, I think it's a it's a dangerous. Uh, <laughs> oh, I hate to use this term, but it's a slippery slope for Kentucky. Is they, if they come in and just kind of eh, they got well, Florida the next week eh, in Gainesville. It, it's a it's one of those. They haven't played in a week. It's a look ahead game. Uh-huh. Right? They have. Yeah, they haven't played in a week. Uh, I, I just think Kentucky's got uh, a lot of weapons. The other a lot of weapons man. off the bench. I mean, if if. If Cal gets mad at somebody, or a plat- he can almost platoon. Now, is almost. that, is that no. good? Well, probably not. Or, yes, it's good, but you want him to be consistent. I really like the game that uh, you just mentioned him. Uh, Reeves played against Louisville. Yeah. Uh, Louisville got nothing easy defensively. Uh, Kentucky is, is, has improved, and they, need to con- they will continue to improve. Who do you like in the SEC? Besides- Reeves is great. Everybody loves Shepard. Right, Wagner's going to do Wagner things all Wagner year will long. Be a f- Dillingham be is going to be fire and and oil. You don't you know you don't right. know what's what you're going to get here. To me, the dude is Trey Mitchell. He's the dude. He's the glue. He's a fifth year senior out of a out of West Virginia program. He knows how to play the game. He knows what winning looks like and what losing looks like. And to me, he is the guy when when things are going bad. He, as long as Trey Mitchell's good, Kentucky's good. How about the in big, my opinion? How about the big guys in your opinion? Uh, Bradshaw, I still got to see. Although, obviously, he just needs to avoid foul trouble. Obviously, people right. believe in him a lot. Um, he is projected as a top ten draft pick after this year. Got to work his way back from injury. Obviously, and Yenso, look, it's five fouls. Right. It's five fouls. Right. It's eight minutes. Give us a little help there. Three, and, four blocks. And Mitchell can slide in there if he has to and defend the four. Uh, so I think they're fine. I think they're absolutely is this fine. Kentucky- Tennessee, by the way, to answer your question, is going to be a hard out in the SEC. I think Florida is going to be better than we thought. But I do think it's and m supposed to be good. I think it's a down year in the SEC. Is, I think Al- the bottom, is Auburn any good? They're, I think they're okay. They're ranked. I think they're okay. Kind of like got- Alabama? Uh, I watched Alabama a couple times, and maybe they just didn't play well while didn't I was like watching. Okay. I don't like this Alabama team. I think the bottom half of the SEC is is bad. You're speaking. You're talking it's about bad. Ole Miss, Mississippi State, uh, Georgia, Vanderbilt, Georgia. Yes. Georgia's awful. Yeah, the bottom six really bad. Hmm. Six or seven, really bad. I think so. It's top heavy. It Kentucky, is very top heavy. Tennessee, Kentucky, Tennessee, probably Auburn, A and M. A&M is supposed to be good. Again, another one of those teams I watched a couple times and they didn't they weren't they weren't playing well when I watched them. I'll just put yeah, it that every way. Every time I hear anything about A&M, well they got Buzz. Yeah, well, Buzz, Buzz has never been to the Final 4, let alone the I think he's a great coach. He's yeah. I think he's a great coach because I'm you, not sold. You, you can say he's never been to the Final 4, but he hasn't been at Final 4 programs. True. Is that Very fair? Yeah. All right, we'll take a break. Final segment of the year coming up, which is going to include the uh, unsponsored six-pack. I'm on fire, and I intend to stay on fire. And the revelation of Caller of the Year 2023. Spears oh on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. I can't wait. I can't wait. Welcome back. 
Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Cartage. John Spears, Ed Peak in studio. Justin Kalen on the other side of the glass. Final segment of this year, Scooter. Woohoo! Man, he's he. By the way, he's way too happy to hear that. <laughs> I'm just ready for is it. I'm just ready for a new year. Just because you're off early tomorrow is that what makes you happy? Actually, I had completely not pieced that together. So what are you, yeah. What are you doing uh, New Year's Eve? Uh, what's, what's New Year's Eve with Scooter going to be like? I've got a hot date with my couch. That's where I'm going to be. And uh, if it's anything like the past three or four years, I will not be up at midnight. <laughs> I got a party to go to. My wife's in India, and I got a party to go to. You want to take me it's as your more plus of a, one? Do you want to go? Kind of. You want to go? It's over here. Yeah, kind of. I'm not over here. I think we're still in Indiana. Are it's, your buddies going to be there? It's in uh, Charlestown. Are your buddies going? Not Charlestown. New Albany. Yeah. You want me my plus one? Kinda, yeah. Absolutely. Is, is there anybody there that I know that you know who I know? Yes. Oh, can I go? Yes. No. <laughs> no. Sorry, Ed. I already took the There's spot. There's an age limit. It's 65. Do you qualify? <laughs> no. I could pass for 65. So I got a party to go to, and then, of course, Bowl Day, which is always January 1st. Bowl Day used to be great because Bowl Day used to be Rose Bowl, Orange Bowl, Sugar Bowl, Cotton Bowl. Maybe one other ball. And we all go to Big Al the Fish's house. And this year, the bowl day lineup is, I don't want to say terrible, because you do have 5 o'clock Michigan and uh, Alabama and 845 Texas Washington. But the early games on January 1st this year, Wisconsin LSU, Liberty, Oregon. That'll be fun. And, and, hey, no, it won't know, be fun. You sure. Don't, you don't know about you don't know how good Liberty is. You haven't is. heard the best yet though. Oh, okay. Iowa, Tennessee. Yuck. That will be an absolute rear end kicking from So there what, you go. Those are, are the those are January first games. It's Orlando, Orlando, right? Who's who's gonna be kicking the rear? I'm just curious there. Tennessee. Tennessee no. is only six and a half here. Yeah, I mean, have you not watched Iowa this season? Their defense LSU's is LSU's ten over Wisconsin. Oregon is seventeen I'm, over Liberty. I'm betting the house on Tennessee. Those buddy. are bad well, games. You're you're losing your house. <laughs> uh, anytime Scooter says you're losing, just remember he's fifteen games under five hundred. <laughs> hey, Scooter, you want to make a side bet on this one? Hey, y'all can do that Kinda, after the show. Yeah. <laughs> y'all can do that after the show. Buzz texted in and asked, "Did Tony say he got up, walked out on the balcony, and took a shower?" I am staying away from there. <laughs> that is what he said. I thought yes. it when he said it. Yes, it is. I thought. Man, you walked out on your balcony and took a shower? I don't know Buzz, if that's good. Buzz knows he's not getting caller of the year. He's going for texter of the year. <laughs> caller of the year, let's do it. Do we need a drum roll for this? No, okay. we all know. David is our caller of the year. He has been faithful. He has yeah. called in at least twice a week uh, this year, unlike some people that are sitting in this room right across from me. Well, right we now. eliminated Ed, right, because he does in-studio, so he's not qualified anymore. <laughs> I guess that's true. Um I mean, it's oh. a, it's, it was a three-horse race. I, I'm, I'm absolutely it torn was, up. It was I'm Buzz, it was David, up. and it was Pat. And then that's, you know, Pat didn't really have much of a chance. <laughs> Buzz Buzz <laughs> lagged there in the middle of the year. Yeah, he, he took a few weeks off. And then he sort of gave up, I think, at the end. Said, oh, eh, rightfully so. And I don't blame him. Yeah, I don't blame him either. Uh, all right. Uh, score to pass along. Fenway Bowl at uh, halftime. Two future ACC members, 
playing. SMU leads Boston College 14-10 to at halftime. Later today, Pinstripe Bowl at Yankee Stadium, Rutgers and Miami. Big 10 ACC matchup there. Uh, 5.45, Pop-Tarts Bowl. Woo! <laughs> North Carolina State and Kansas State. Kansas State's a three-point favorite. Rutgers, by the way, is two and a half over Miami. I'm anxious to see how that mascot gets eaten. And 9-15, Arizona, <laughs> Oklahoma. Arizona, two-and-a-half-point favorite. That's the Alamo Bowl That's in the San best Antonio. Game. It's a great, it's That's a the great best game looking matchup. Now, if you go to the uh, Pop-Tarts Bowl, yeah. and say you, you're one of the first 50 people in, do you get a year's supply of Pop-Tarts? Only you if should. you can tell me where the Pop-Tarts Bowl is. Well, if they're going, they're within the nowhere. next 10 seconds. Oh, Come on in. Orlando. Camping World Stadium. You didn't give me a chance. I gave you 12 <laughs> seconds, which was two more than you were supposed to get. Well, aren't there two bowl games in Atlanta? How about a drum roll, Scooter? Let's get to the unsponsored six-pack brought to you by Pop-Tarts. <laughs> I am going to go three college this week and three pro. We're going to go back to that for one week because the bowl games are we're deep into bowl season. Let's start with the Peach Bowl in Atlanta. Speaking of Atlanta, it. Uh, that game is this game is uh, the 30th, so Saturday. Mississippi is a four and a half point underdog against Penn State. Penn State lost two games to their toughest two opponents, Ohio State and Michigan. Mississippi lost two games to their top two opponents, Alabama, Alabama and Georgia. So these are two really good teams. I'm taking the points here. I'm taking Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss to give make James Franklin miserable. Give me the Rebels. I can't believe they're getting four and a half, but they are. Uh, everybody's playing. Everybody important, by the way, is playing for both of these teams. Not all, There's a few opt-outs, but nobody huge here. So I'm going to take Ole Miss in the four and a half. I'm running to the to – the, You should be. I'm running to the place downtown, uh, the new place, and betting the house on uh, – <laughs> betting the house on Ole Miss. Ed is determined to lose his house. You don't like Ole Miss here, Scooter? Oh, Scooter. No, I am, but I mean, he's betting his house on everything. All right, he's, Jack, one of them's going to lose. I don't think it's fair for me to do the six-pack without pl- picking the national semifinal game. So here we go. Rose Bowl, January 1st, Alabama, Michigan. Michigan's a point-and-a-half favorite right here. I've said this a million times on this show. If I can get Alabama in points, I don't care who they're playing. I don't care where they're playing. I'm taking them. That fits here. I'm taking Alabama plus one and a half. Sugar Bowl, 845, late start on Monday night. Washington and Texas. I bought a hat when I was in Seattle, a Washington Husky hat. This is a perfect opportunity for me to wear it. Texas is really, really good. Keep in mind, they beat Alabama and Tuscaloosa. I know it was a long time ago, but they did. By double digits. But I'm going to take the Huskies just because I bought that hat. I know. That's that's my logic. I love Michael Penix Jr. I think he should have won the Heisman. Agreed. Um, and I'm going to take him in the four points. And, and by the way, Washington plays kind of like Oklahoma did, and Oklahoma beat Texas. Keep that in mind. I'm taking the Huskies and the four. Who you like, Scoots? I like Washington as well. What about Alabama, Michigan? Uh, Alabama, too. Really? Yeah. Big Ten Scooter likes Alabama. Mm-hmm. I right. just think there's too many distractions sur- surrounding Michigan this season. Saturday NFL football, only one game on Saturday. It is Saturday night. Detroit at Dallas. The Cowboys are five-and-a-half-point favorites. The Cowboys, mm. 
just lost in Miami. They got crushed at San Francisco. They got destroyed at Philadelphia. But they destroyed the Eagles in Dallas. They beat everybody in Dallas. They're undefeated at home. They win by an average of about 10 points a game. I'm giving Detroit the five and a half. By the way, Detroit locked up the NFC North division last week. So, yes, they're playing for seeding, but they already know they're in as a divisional champion. I'm taking Dallas, who's still playing for seeding and a possibility still of winning the division Give me the Cowboys minus five and a half. Carolina, Jacksonville. Carolina's two and 13. Jacksonville needs a win. Trevor Lawrence probably not going to play here. I don't think it matters. I'm going to take the Jags and give the six and a half points. And finally, on this final day, final segment of the season, Pittsburgh at Seattle. Come this, on, John. This one's Ooh, for Scooter. Come on, John. This one's for Scooter. Pittsburgh's eight and seven. Mike Tomlin's never had a losing record. He's got to win one of the next two to avoid having a losing record. Seattle's 8-7 and seven also. They need a win to stay in uh, playoff contention. The uh, Seahawks a- are three and a half at home. 12th man, give me the Seahawks minus Ooh. three and a half. I'm going with the Steelers. That's right, Ed. You know why? And I meant to bring this up yesterday when I made my <laughs> Mason pick. Mason Rudolph is not going to play another good Mason game. Mason Rudolph is not going to play another good game. But yesterday <laughs> was the 48-year anniversary of the introduction of the terrible towel. So let's go, Steelers. Well, what's that got to do with Sunday? Well, they're going to be waving them like crazy. Seattle's not going to be able to concentrate. There are some good games uh, between some of those second-tier teams. I'm, I don't mean to call them second-tier. I mean, the Steelers Bengals are, Chiefs. Is Bengals Chiefs is, 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 and I think are the Bengals out of the playoffs? I mean, what is there? close but not quite. There's about a ten percent chance they have to have help, and and they're in fourth place in their four team division, but they got a better record than anybody in the. They're uh, probably not going to beat the Colts, Chiefs, although the Texans Chiefs have. Uh, uh, Taylor Swift is absolutely completely messed. Quit up blaming the Taylor. It's Taylor's fault. I like stop I like, blaming Tay Tay. I like Taylor. All right, six pack once again. Ole Miss, Alabama, Washington. And in the pros, Dallas, Jacksonville, and Seattle. Who do you like? Who do you By like the way, Friday? Miami, Baltimore this week. Dolphins, Ravens, eleven and four, twelve and three. That's playing, a playoff game. Playing for home field throughout the playoffs, basically. Mm-hmm. I love what the Ravens did at San Francisco last week. Lamar Jackson, right now, MVP. What MVP? How, and if they beat Miami, more so. MVP. What is Baltimore to win the Super Bowl right now? Uh, Baltimore is. A, one of the two bets I made, Baltimore and San Francisco. 10 to 1. Midway to through one. the season. No, it'd be I, less than 10. It's less one. now. Yeah. I got them. It was, I think, 12 when I got them. It's a good bet. They, they're playing well. They're uh, playing well. But, and I bet San Francisco, too. They're at Washington this week. They will uh, destroy the uh, – that's the one I should have put on the six pack. <laughs> 13 and a half over the, the commanders. Ugh, yikes. Who wins? Kentucky. Kentucky Clemson. Clemson is a four-point favorite all of a sudden. Um. I hate to be that guy. I think Clemson wins. Close game, though. Close game. Kentucky covers. Scoots? I think Kentucky's got it. Who's Indiana playing in the bowl game? Uh, They're not. 
Is that the most mean-spirited <laughs> comment I can make at the end of the year? That, that's that's uh, oh. Hey, by the way, John, end of the year, can I flip all my picks one last one time? <laughs> you want to do that? Yeah, let me do it. You're flipping them all. Yep, flip them all. You got it. <laughs> okay. I'll see you in 2025. I appreciate all the listeners. Thanks as always. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Act.